Pastor John. And DCE James. And this is the Catechast, and we are taking a look at the introduction to the Apostles' Creed. Apostles' Creed? Yeah. Not written by the Apostles, surprisingly. No. But it is the Apostles' teaching. Um, the old kind of legend says that one of the Apostles contributed one part <laughs> uh, kind of like, uh, you know, like uh, all the superheroes, all the Avengers yeah. come together and create this creed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, probably not the way it worked. It was, it's called the Old Roman Creed mm -hmm. and from very early in the church. And it, it um, basically expresses a summary of the New Testament teaching about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so with the creed, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, a couple other creeds and uh, how this shows us that God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, Apostles' Creed, what are the other ones? Well, the Apostles' Creed, we have the Nicene Creed, and we have the Athanasian Creed. And, and these three creeds are what we call the ecumenical creeds. Mm -hmm. And by ecumenical, we're saying that they kind of set the boundaries for what it means to be a Christian. Yeah. So anything within these three creeds is Christianity, whether you're Roman Catholic or Baptist or... Presbyterian or you're a Lutheran, mm -hmm. uh, but anything outside of the boundaries of these creeds are, are, is not Christianity. So you can kind of easily say, okay, does this religion believe these things yeah. about who Jesus is? Mm -hmm. No, then they're not Christian. Yeah, and all the, uh, all the creeds are dealing kind of with two, well, I'd say three things. First, they're dealing with who God is as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm. So you'll notice the Father, the Son, and the Spirit are in the Apostles' Nicene and Athanasian Creed. They're also dealing with who is the person of Jesus and the works that he's done. And then, and then they lay out kind of the narrative of what God has done for our salvation. He's yeah. suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, died, rose again, ascended, will return. So the Nicene Creed is uh, probably familiar to people because we do it in church. Yeah. Kind of every other week. Yeah, a little bit more. The Apostles' Creed is probably the most familiar because it's what we have kids learn for confirmation. Mm -hmm. And for those adults who are baptized, it's the creed we use to get them ready for baptism. What about the Athanasian Creed? Oh, that's a good one. That also is not actually written by Athanasius. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's based on his teachings. It was right. probably written... Um, in modern-day France, I believe, or Spain. Oh. Uh, right. Yeah, around like the 6th century, I think. But um, yeah, so Athanasian Creed is really kind of dealing with like who Jesus is as the Son of God, mm -hmm. fully man, fully God, but one person. Yeah. And then the Trinity is we don't worship three gods, and uh, the Father is not the Son, and the Son is not the Father, and the Holy Spirit is not the Son, etc. It's yeah. like really a carefully constructed creed to help us to understand <coughs> that the God we worship is three in one and one in three. Yeah. And that there's not two Christs, there's just one. So more of a, like a master's paper yeah. compared to the other two. Yeah. Like you're really diving deeper into clearly stating what the Trinity looks like and clearly stating who Jesus Christ is. Yeah, I'd say like like the... Apostles' Creed is like your 100-level classes. Yeah. <laughs> the Nicene is like two or 300-level, and then the Athanasian is like 400-level. Yeah. Like, um, you're ready to graduate. <laughs> so we only say it once a year, and typically it's on uh, Trinity Sunday, which is mm. late May or early June. Yeah. But, um, 
So we, we've been talking a little bit about the Trinity. You've said Father, Son, mm. and Holy Spirit. Can you talk a little bit more about what that means, the Trinity? Yeah, and so the word Trinity is not in the Bible. So, but, so why do we believe in the Trinity? Well, if you read the New Testament, you see this kind of dance that takes place between the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. You just see yeah. in the Gospels, in Paul's writings, you see the Father, the Son, the Spirit. And then if you go back and you look in the Old Testament, you actually see it too. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about who God is, we are talking about the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And yet we don't worship one God. I mean, three gods. Yeah. We worship one God. So we say that this one God is one, and yet he is three persons. Right. Which kind of blows our mind, but also true. And we sometimes will talk not so much in who these persons are, but we'll talk about them in terms of what the persons are doing. Mm -hmm. So as your kids are learning the Apostles' Creed and going through it, we don't really talk about like who the Father is or who the Son is or who the Spirit is, you'll notice that the Apostles' Creed is talking about what the Father does and what the Son does and what the Spirit does. Mm -hmm. So what does the Father do? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. He created. Yeah. 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 All things come from Him. What do we believe about Jesus? Well, He is the one who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, died, rose again, will return. What do we believe about the Holy Spirit? Well, what does the Spirit do? He creates the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints. He brings to us the forgiveness of sins. Mm -hmm. He is the one who will raise us from the dead and give us life everlasting. So very much talking about what God does. Yeah. 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 Whereas the other creeds are going to get into kind of who God is. For example, the Nicene Creed. Jesus Christ is God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father. You know, mm. that's kind of talking about who he is yeah, instead yeah. of what he does. Do you think it's a good idea to memorize the Apostles' Creed? I'd say, yeah, it's good to do that. I think you're going to be doing it when you're in worship anyway, mm-hmm. as it's just a part of your life. And it, it's good just to say, okay, who is this God that you worship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe. And I think right. kids can learn it really early, too. Like, yeah. um, I've known kids that have known it in first or second grade. Mm-hmm. Because if they're in church most Sundays, they're going to have it kind of, it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then you might need to just kind of work through it a little bit more. But mm-hmm. yeah, definitely a good thing to know it. As we learn the creed, we're learning about who God is. Mm-hmm. And in the following episodes, we're going to do kind of a deep dive into each of these three persons. We're going to talk about the first article of the creed, which is the Father and how he creates. We'll talk about the second article, Jesus the Son, how he redeems us. And then Mm -hmm. the third article, which is the Holy Spirit who calls us to faith and keeps us in Christ. Now with that said, a lot of people will say, hey, you know, um, we all worship the same God, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if you're a Muslim, if you're a Jew, I mean, if you're a Christian, we, we all just worship the same God. Let's talk about that for a minute. What would we, how would we maybe respond if our kids come home from school and say that? Like, hey, we're learning world religions in school. Yeah. <laughs> and they're pretty much all the same, right? Right. So we want to talk to our kids about what those, those differences are, um, how we can really see those differences, mm-hmm. and what are people saying about the people you believe in, right? Um, and so that's a, what the creed is all about, like, what does 
what do Muslims say about who Jesus is? What do Jews mm-hmm. say about who Jesus is? Yeah. So they kind of have a history altogether, but really none of them are saying yeah. the same thing. Yeah, because it, it, it's easy to say things like that, right? Like, yeah. oh, they're all the same, which yeah. that makes sense if you don't think about it. Right. Uh, but like if somebody said, oh, you know, football and soccer are pretty much the same thing. In fact, in some countries, they're both called football. Or, yeah. or we, we call football football here, and then, in, in you know, soccer is called football. Right. Same thing, right? Right. Okay, but wait. Um, totally different scoring system, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, different rules with how you can handle the ball. Different ball, in fact. Yeah. Different. Yeah, so when you go into the surface and you look at those things, you're going to say, oh, these actually are very different. They're similar in some ways. Like, yeah. we all believe in one God. Mm-hmm. But especially to your point, it gets to the question of Jesus. Who is Jesus? Yeah. If Islam says that Jesus is not the Son of God, but he's a prophet, are we talking the same God? Well, no, right. we're not. And really, all of this kind of centers around Jesus, right? Yeah. So, because you... Without Jesus being the Son of God, being crucified and risen from the dead, we have no Christianity. Let's take a look at some, some scripture here. Can we look at Matthew 3? Yeah. Because that's a great one where we see the Trinity in action. Mm-hmm. So this is Matthew three sixteen and 17. When Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were open to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Hmm. And we see the Trinity there, right? Right. Because the Father speaks over the Son, who's being baptized, and the Spirit descends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do another one, uh, Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. There it is. Jesus gives us the Trinity right there. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. So some good conversations I think we could have with our kids. <clears throat> One would be maybe just asking your kids, like, hey, do you know the Apostles' Creed? Like, mm-hmm. And then maybe they might know, like, 70% of it. But just kind of practicing that with them. Yeah. And, and then if they are like, why are we doing this? Be like, hey, well, this helps you know exactly what you believe and it's written on your heart. And then you can follow along at church more confidently. Yeah. Uh, but just kind of checking in with them every once in a while and saying, let's practice the creed. Maybe as a family, you know, you don't know it as a family. If somebody asked you to recite it on the spot, you wouldn't know it entirely. You could learn it together. Mm-hmm. And then also I think a good thing to talk about would be what makes our belief in God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the one true God, what makes our belief different? Mm -hmm. Are there some ideas about God out there that are not true? Yeah. If somebody says, I believe in God, does that necessarily mean we're talking about Christianity? Right. What specifically do we believe about God? Yeah. Yeah. Helping our kids understand distinctions Mm -hmm. and differences in what people say and also recognizing that those distinctions doesn't mean that we're being mean or rude Mm -hmm. Um, when we make distinctions between what we believe and what others believe we can do that in a very loving way yeah 
yeah, we are saying that we're right, but in other contexts of life, when we say that we're right about something, we don't have to be rude about it or mean. Right. I mean, when you're teaching math and there's one answer, that's not rude. But then we also have to also be, help our kids understand that some religions do get some things right. Kind of yeah. like C.S. Lewis in Mere Christianity says that, you know, there's only one right answer to a math problem, but sometimes you can get closer to the right answer. And so some religions are gonna get closer than others. Mm -hmm. So say, for example, we would have a lot more in common with say Islam than we would with say Hinduism because Hinduism is polytheistic and it worships many gods. Whereas with Islam, we can talk about Jesus as the son of God yeah. um, in comparison to them believing that he's a prophet. We can talk about the stories of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We can talk about some shared understandings of one God. Lots to talk about with our yeah. kids. Yeah. So next time we'll be taking a look at the first article of the creed, I believe in God the Father Almighty. And we'll just keep going. See you next time.